Hey there, and welcome to It's Simply Life. I'm your host, Lisa Williams, founder and entrepreneur of It's Simply Digital, native Texan, single mom to two young adults, and an adventure-seeking worldwide traveler. This is the podcast that blends a little bit of entrepreneurship, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of life, and a whole lot of spice. Aloha, once again, coming to you from the beautiful island of Maui. Um, I think if you listened to last week's episode, you would know that I'm here until early September. I landed here a couple weeks ago, and I have the privilege of spending eight weeks on this beautiful island. And I really want to take my time to get to know and explore the island. So I am not doing things um, that the normal tourist would would do all at one time. Uh, Last week, I took the road to Hana. This week, I took up uh, stand-up paddle boarding and rented a board and went out um, on the beautiful Pacific Ocean um, the last couple of days and if you get out there right when the sun is rising or right after the sun is rising the waters are amazing and calm and so serene and I have never paddle boarded until the last month uh, learned in Newport and then taking my skills and improving them out here in Maui. So it's definitely a core and balance work as well as uh, your arms. And it's it's also a, a complete meditation just being out on the vastness of the ocean. So if you haven't had an opportunity to do some stand-up paddle boarding, I highly recommend it. All right, let's dive into what I would love to talk about and share is how I landed in Maui and how I'm spending eight weeks here. So back at the beginning of the year, I had two adult um, kids living with me and they moved out and I decided that I was going to rent my house out on Airbnb, but I needed to get it ready for somebody to actually live in and eliminate a lot of um, my own stuff and simplify and minimalize my life so that I could have people come in and live there without all my stuff there. So I took my two guest bedrooms, converted them into, um, you know, cleaned out the closets, bought new beds and, you know, all of that stuff and converted them into guest rooms and updated, um, you know, the bedding and all of that good stuff, cleaned out, you know, all the drawers and cabinets and the bathrooms. And then um, I had to work on the rest of the house because I wanted to open up my entire house minus my my master bedroom um, to allow people to live there. So, you know, making sure that my kitchen was well equipped and that had I had no problem because I love to cook. So um, my kitchen is full of all kinds of 
uh, tools and gadgets and pots and pans and everything you could imagine to cook in. And then, you know, updating the rest of my house, making sure all my personal belongings and pictures and photographs and paperwork were all piled up and taken care of and removed from that part of the house. And that was a project, you know, going through my office, going through my living room, my dining room, my family room, and just really cutting back and minimalizing on everything I owned and getting rid of stuff and selling stuff and donating stuff. And it felt so cathartic and therapeutic to actually do away with things that I no longer used or needed or wanted. Um, And then I basically piled, you know, my kids stuff, my paperwork, my photo albums and important Um, mementos uh, in a tiny little closet, locked it up, put the rest of the stuff in my master bedroom, locked it up. And I just put my house on Airbnb. And I wasn't really sure if anybody would want to rent it or come to McKinney, Texas. Um, I do live in a really nice neighborhood next to um, a really cute downtown square if you've never been to McKinney, Texas. And it's a historic square that has lots of shops and restaurants and they close it off multiple times a year for you to walk around and they have bands and live music and um, events and it's just a fun little place to to walk around they have a farmer's market and some wineries and anyway um, I'm digressing (laughs) Um, so I threw my house up on Airbnb and lo and behold within 24 hours I had two inquiries One was for a couple of days that that somebody wanted to rent it. And the other was for almost 12 weeks. And I also joined this app called Trusted House Sitter, which is a, a pet sitting, house sitting app that allows you to uh, go into someone's home and take care of their pet and their worldwide and while you're taking care of your their pet, no money exchanges hands. But through the app, you've both been background checked and, um, you know, had references checked and all that good stuff. And so what you're getting is a place to stay in a destination that you would want to go stay in. And what they're getting is um, a trusted house sitter slash pet sitter. So, um, and I'm, I'm going to link the uh, Trusted House Sitter link uh, at the sh- in the show notes so that you could check out, you know, if you're, if you're interested, you could check it out, whether you want to be a house sitter or whether you have a pet that you want to bring somebody in. Um, there's a lot of trust that goes on between the family and or person that's inviting you into your their home and you as a pet sitter. So I started looking around. Um, my house was booked from April 1st to mid-June and tried to figure out exactly what I was going to do for that time. And I kind of mapped together and planned together and plotted 
all these different locations to go and pet sit. And I started in Aspen, uh, Colorado. I ended up going from there to Santa Rosa, California, which is the beautiful wine country in Northern California. Uh, from there, I went uh, to San Antonio, Texas for a, a short stay. From there, I went to back to Colorado to Silverthorne, which is up in the mountains close to Breckenridge, Copper, Vale, Keystone. And then from there went to basically a lot of Southern California, Santa Barbara, Los Angeles, uh, San Diego, and did some, some house sitting back and forth out there. And then I came to Maui. So I'm on this five month travel journey from April 1st till early September before I go back home and have been living out of a suitcase for almost four months now. And there's a lot of takeaways, good and bad, uh, that I, I want to share with you you know, some of the things that I've learned on this journey and some of the things that I've come to appreciate. And I'm going to share more on upcoming podcasts as well. But um, one of the things that I have come to realize for me personally is I am not a small town mountain girl. I, I think I felt very isolated and a little lonely in at times when I was in the mountains, especially because it was extremely cold. It snowed multiple times while I was there in um, mid to late May and, um, you know, didn't feel comfortable getting out and driving in it and had to bundle up to hike in it. And um, I just, I, you know, being in a small town, there's not a lot of people. Um, it wasn't ski season, which I love to ski. So it just felt kind of isolating for me. A um, couple of the areas that I have really, truly come to love was uh, Santa Rosa and Santa Barbara, California. Uh, Santa Rosa, for one, it's it's kind of centrally located uh, right in the middle of the wine country. It's not too far from Lake Tahoe where you could go skiing. And it's also not that far from uh, Bodega Bay and various beaches. Now, those beaches are actually cold. But the hiking on the cliffs that overlooked the ocean was truly breathtaking and amazing. And then Santa Barbara is a quaint, cute little town that's not very big, but one of the things I loved is um, I rented a bike pretty much the whole time I was there. I rarely drove my car and the beaches are warm and inviting and there's multiple beaches. And then the historic downtown area is all shut off to uh, to traffic, to cars, and you could bike or ride your skateboard or scooter or walk through all the shops and restaurants and cafes and boutiques. And it's just a quaint town and there's no big box stores and it just makes it very, um, very inviting. So 
I loved those two areas. Um, I've only been in Maui for a couple weeks. So like I said, I'm taking my time and learning the island and figuring out what to experience and explore here. But the road to Hana was probably one of the most beautiful five hours uh, that I have spent driving in my life. Uh, you had access to the rainforest and waterfalls as well as beaches and small simple hikes to get to some beautiful overlooks and you know I walked on some black sand beaches and um, saw lots of you know volcanic rocks and just just beautiful waterfalls so so far um, I've I've only done that drive in Maui, but I hope to experience a couple other things. I want to go to Haleakala, which is the top of the volcano where you could either see the sunrise or the sunset. Um, and I did drive to Lahaina and Kahanapali, which are tourist destinations and um, very busy, packed, lots of people, but um, hustling and bustling and and full of of life and so is Wa'ilea so all three of those places are resort destinations and I'm currently in Kihei which is kind of in between a couple of the resorts and it's a little small town feel but still has some beautiful beaches um so a couple of other takeaways that I have experienced is learning how other people live their life and um, coming to accept it and be okay with it and experience, um, you know, just the different uh, things that they do, their quirks, their the things that they appreciate, the things that they expect. Um, and one of the things that I think I've figured out over and over through all of this house sitting experience is people want you to live their life the way they live it. Wait, I, re I need to reword this. People want you to live your life the way they live it. Um, they, they expect you to do the things that they do on a daily basis. And... Um, at first, it stressed me out because I thought I could never live up to some of these expectations. Some of these people's homes that I'm going into are retired and they have a lot of time in their day to do the things that they expect. And I'm, you know, working while I'm traveling. So my time is, is you know, focused on getting my work done and getting my clients stuff done and also I want to experience the place that I'm that I'm visiting so it's been a, a learning curve for me it's been a little bit of a challenge um, I think you know the first couple of times that it happened I was a little stressed and a little overwhelmed and then finally figured hey I, I have to live life the way that's best for me and I'm gonna make sure that their house is well taken care of their pets are well taken care of and I'm going to do my life the way I want to do it so that's that's been one takeaway 
The other takeaway, which I'm going to talk vastly about on another podcast coming up is the way that we overconsume goods. Um, it's, it's actually mind boggling and, and I'm going to include myself in that because we all do it. Um, but people just accumulate lots and lots of stuff. And I, th- I think we spend money unnecessarily on so much overconsumption. And then the other takeaway that I have is living out of a suitcase for nearly four months. And um, one of the things that's been challenging is the different climates that I've been traveling to and from. So having to pack, you know, everything in one or two, two suitcases for vastly different climates has been challenging because I need stuff for warm weather. I need stuff for cooler weather. I need stuff for hiking. I need stuff for scuba diving. Um, so that's been a little challenging managing, you know, through airports with my luggage and packing, but also realizing how little we've, we need really. I've, I've worn the same clothes a lot. I've worn the same shoes a lot. I've I've really not needed very much. I've cooked very simple meals in most of the people's homes that I'm in because I'm here for a short time, so I don't really need to go and spend, you know, hours grocery shopping and, and plan elaborate meals, and it's just me by myself. So that has been super easy. And, you know, just realizing that I don't really need as much as I think I need or as much as I've thought I've needed in the past. Um, And then the last takeaway is I truly love animals. Um, I think that they could sense your energy. I think that they feel a connection to you. Um, I think that they bring endless amounts of unconditional love. And I think when we are feeling down or blue or depressed or anxious or lonely or sad, that animals could provide such comfort and such joy in our lives. So I've had an opportunity to care for fish and birds and cats and dogs and it's it's been wonderful and the there's uh, each little animal that i have taken care of has its own unique personality and it's it's just so fun to connect and bond with some of these animals and some of the places that i've had the opportunity to stay at um for a longer term, of course, you know, I feel connected and bonded to some of these animals. And a lot of them uh, want to sleep with me because that's what they do with their owners. And so, you know, people, people spoil their pets and people love their pets like they are humans. And it's just been so fascinating to watch and see and experience. Uh, and it's been so fun. And I've, I've loved that I've had this opportunity. Um, there are some things I would do different, you know, some of the planning that I did on my, for myself as far as traveling. 
especially in California, left me at times with without places to stay because I had gaps to fill and um, I did a lot of driving back and forth between San Diego, LA, Santa Barbara and back and that was not fun especially in LA with the traffic and uh, the people and it it just it was actually exhausting and I went from one place to another without a lot of stability and that was that was challenging um, both mentally and physically so you know planning a little bit better in the future would be helpful the other thing that I had you know that I think about was it's so expensive um, to rent a car for long periods of time so maybe if I did this again in the future I would plot out my stays at different places leaving my house with my own car and maybe staying at different places and driving my way around the country rather than flying um, might be easier to travel I, I would definitely you know have my luggage in my car so I wouldn't have to worry about trying to pack everything in um, it would prove to be difficult to to travel um, you know to to Maui uh, but if I stayed within the continental US that would be something I would look into in the future so there's a few things I would do different um, and I think the other thing is you know I booked my house on Airbnb back to back to back with different people staying there for long term so it ended up being from April 1st to early September so a total of five months and Maybe I would give myself breaks in the future where I would do a stint of however many weeks or time period to go and do a house sit and then come home for two or three weeks before I went out again. Um, but these are all things that I, you know, am just chalking up to learning and figuring out on this great grand journey of mine. Um, I did rent my house out again from mid-September to the end of October so that will be another opportunity for me to figure out where to go but you know now that I've been on the road for for this time period I I feel you know like I could I can maneuver and manage and and figure it out and one of the things that you know that set me up and caused me and the the thought process I had about doing this was a I could live and work anywhere as long as I have internet and my computer and B, I, I don't want to travel to escape life. I want to travel so life doesn't escape me. Um, because if I spend all my time in one place and then I travel for that week or the two weeks a year to escape life um, and then I come back to the mundane and the life that I've been living then I, I'm not really experiencing life and my goal is to really truly 
experience these places that I'm going to not just be a tourist, but I want to live here and figure out where the locals hang out and where's the best place to eat and what's the hidden gem and where's the the cute little local coffee shop and those are the things I I want to find out and what what's the best beach to go to and where do where do people hang out who live here uh not that just come here uh, as a destination and if I if I traveled for just a couple weeks out of the year because that was all the vacation that I had, then I don't feel like I'm filling my my need to experience and explore everything that this world has to offer. And it, time is so short. I, I know that we are only here for such a limited, precious amount of time. And the most important things to me are the people that I love and the experiences. I, I no longer feel the need to accumulate and collect items. Really what I wanna accumulate and collect are experiences and relationships. So I will leave you with that. If you are interested in joining or looking into Trusted House Sitters a little bit more, the link will be in the show notes. And I often get asked, how can we support your podcast? And one of the ways that you could support the podcast is to like, share, comment, and review this podcast, um, as well as support uh, our sponsors. So uh, if you would like to connect with me, uh, I really hang out most of the time on LinkedIn. It's Lisa Williams. It's Simply Digital. And I'm going to say aloha, which means hello and goodbye. So have a good one. Thanks again for listening to It's Simply Digital. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps me bring on some amazing guests. And you can get a hold of me at itssimplydigital.com or Lisa at itssimplydigital.com. I hope you have a blessed day.